again to Futurero Podcast and tonight we have a very special guest with us Steven Martinez aka Mega Man what's up dude what is up I just want to say thank you for inviting me on your podcast my lady just smoked me out right now and I'm having my beer because I'm ready and hey you know what I'm excited to fucking do this and it's my fucking day off and the fucking Raiders lost Uh, (laughs) hey bro we're just uh I was disappointing on Rodium Radio where you were telling, yeah. like, where you were telling Tony that you love uh, draft beer more than you love pussy. Yeah, you know what? I, I'm have to take that back because now I have my lady. She's like, "Well, there's no craft beer better than my fucking pussy," so I don't want to be. I don't want to be in the doghouse. My lady's blowing smoke weed right here, and I'm smoke. I'm trying to inhale it so I can get a little high. But you know what? If there's a balance, pussy and you got craft beers. You know, pussies is the bomb as shit. But what do you get in return for craft beers? Your wife can't tell you shit. She can't talk back. She stays fucking silent. So that's why I love fucking craft beers. How'd you get into craft beer, bro? Was that something you were always into or? Well, what happened was when I was like in my mid 20s, you know, there was a brewery out in San Diego called Stones Brewery. So what happened was when I was living in Modesto, Central Valley at the time, I don't want to say NorCal because a lot of people get offended. Hey, Central Valley, you know? that's when um, I started my first beer was Arrogant Bastard, and uh, it was it was delicious. But I didn't get the regular bottle. It was a birthday bottle, and we were just drinking it for two days. Luckily, my cousin had the cap to seal it because any air that comes out, it's the, bad, the beer is bad. So that was my first craft beer. And I think, like, after that, it was, like, Newcastle was coming up. Remember Newcastle, like, good shit. And, and just a lot of craft beers, I mean... I get no lie, you know, I get, I'm trying, I'm, I, there's people who want to sponsor me. There's a lot of breweries, but um, they give me free beers. And sometimes in a way I get, when I get a lot of free beers, it's like, I don't know what to do with them. So I give them away. It's like, here, here, take some. I don't want it because I already had it already. They're good. It's just that I rather have food and, and vegetables and all that instead of beers. But I feel like beers is, is over, <laughs> like overpopulated my fucking fridge. That's crazy, bro. You need an, an, an extra fridge just for beer. I know, um, yeah. I, and 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 these beers are they're top-notch beers. There's a lot of major breweries that give me some of their free samples. What do you think about this? Because I'm very honest. Hey, you need to tweak this and you tweak that. But there's some I I always get the uh the first the first come, first first, like you know, first Friday. Hey, but you know, for the top three, you get to come in three hours early, get your shit and take off. We're like one of those. Well, that's dope, man. Yeah, I heard that in other podcasts, too, other people saying that you have a whole ton of beer and you have this beer everywhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I have a lot of beers, uh, barrel aged, sours. You know, my lady just bought me a three cactus, these big growler beers. And I, I bought, I know, dang, okay, girl. <laughs> my lady's all smoked out. She's fucking coughing like a motherfucker. She hasn't even sucked my dick yet. You know? <laughs> I thought so, you said uh, you did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, that, that's tonight. That's tonight. Uh, <laughs> no, but like just it, yeah, but just like some uh saison beers. But yeah, I always get them. But I, I always sometimes I say, hey, don't give me no more beers. Like I'm good. I, I that's enough. Yeah, that's dope, man. I mean, that's there's a, no that's such a, thing as too much beer. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's funny, dude. Uh, so how you been, man? It's been a it's been a couple of months since we last talked. Huh? Last time we talked, I think it was Mike's Mystery Mansion, huh? Yeah, yeah. I just been, you know what? Just been kind of laying low the end of the year. Um, I to be honest, I put some episodes out or spent time with the family here. Just you know, you know, damn, like more pussy for you know whatever. <laughs> yeah, chill out, girl. <laughs> okay, <laughs> she's a little too freaky. No, but like, um, and take some, you know, work, you know, trying to take time off from work and my health and everything. And there was um going through a major breakup and um almost like quitting the podcast like in October. And I was like, I had to make a decision. Either save my relationship with my ex who I have a son with, or save the podcast. And but I was kind of thinking, what really makes me happy? My ex or the podcast? So it went to the podcast. So I saved the podcast and but broke up with my ex lady. And ever since then, it was like a huge monkey off my back. And, uh, you know, I was like, you know what, I'm going to go full time. You know, like if she wasn't, if she was holding me down on the podcast and saying shit, I need to be back more how I used to be organic. And you know what? I think in a way, looking back now, it was the best decision. I saved the podcast because now I, the podcast is going to go to a different direction. Um, I don't want to say this in a fucked up way, but, you know, what, there's a lot of good Latino podcasts out there. But seeing what's behind the curtain and a lot of situations and stuff like that, I can still adapt, but I'm going to go universal now. So to me... I can't stay in that pond like I used to supporting everyone and all that. So now that I need to get get out of that pond and start doing big, big things and stuff and doing major podcasts and studio and radio and all that for me to reach that goal to hopefully one day be a guest on the Joe Rogan's podcast. To me, I might have to go out there and, you know, do other people's podcasts that are whites, blacks, Asians, gays, lesbians, you know, any like radio shows, major shows, you know, too. And that, that's one of the things it's hard for certain Latino podcasts to get out of that pond because they're so comfortable, but they don't want challenges and they just just cruise on by. And there's like with me, the, I'm going to be honest, the only ones I know who's more independent and more universal is probably me and um, Profile Pod TV. Yeah, a lot of people do that mistake of just staying comfortable and not fucking with other people, you know. But that's uh, that's just already you already lost the game there, you know. You know, yeah, it's uh, it's it, it's hard to like we always gotta help each other out, you know, support and everything, and, and you know, and that's gonna be a never like a never ending fight. I'll do my best to support. I wouldn't sell out, but. You know, it's always going to be crabs in a bucket with our people. And even when the Latino podcast world, it just it's I seen it. I know how it is. And it's cutthroat. And I feel like I'm going to put out this episode. Um, it's called uh, So You Want to Be Oh, So You Want to Be a Podcaster. And this episode, I'm going to break everything down, you know, because no one gave this no to me. No one gave me guidance to start a podcast from other major Latino podcasts, which I 
already know who they are. They were supported those support, you know, they'll, they'll uh, repost your story and all that stuff. But when you ask them up, you know, Hey, can you help me out with this and all that stuff? Motherfucker, you're on your own. You figure it out because there's worried that you might blow up and you might take their subscribers and you might take their listeners. It's fucked up. Why do you think there's that? Like at the same, I'm just kind of dumb, you know, thinking like that. I did, it's just, it's, you know, they see you, you know, if they see something good in you and you would like, you know, like, okay, it was like, okay, this guy has okay, a podcast. Now it's staring me. <laughs> yeah, because it was like, yeah, yeah, it's just that there, a lot of like made, a lot of like people already started up in the podcast. So if you guys tell me, hey, Mega Man, I want to let you know, I listen to your podcast, I like you are, hey, I want to start, I want to start a podcast on my own because of you, like inspiration inspired. But even though like with me were, I saw them as inspiration, but the response I got back, fuck you. I see you as a fucking threat now. Hmm. Yeah. It's fucked up. That's not a a good way to think, though, but I don't know, man. I I think what you're doing is good, though. I mean, I think you're bringing a lot of people together, dude. Like, I've learned uh, so many good people (laughs) just through you. I mean, like, the social primates is, you know, dude, I, I actually asked them a whole bunch of questions, like, hey, dude, you know, like, I need help with this. You know, like, what do you do this? You know, can you give me some tips? And he always like gives me tips. Like just, yeah. he, he tells me, ask me whatever you need. And I wouldn't even know that dude, if it wasn't for you, cause you're the one that's always shouting him out. So shout out to him. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. There's always been like a, a lot of, uh, uh, podcasts always ask me advice. Like, Hey, what do I do? What are this? You know, to me, I'm more good at like, preparing yourself to do the podcast like how do you talk how do you do this how do you you know do certain things and stuff or or how to get like um what you might call certain guests how do you talk how do you persuade how do you do social media how do you build your numbers like all that stuff and everything and i was like okay we'll see what's up but um it, it turned out pretty good you know yeah it's dope man yeah, I was checking out the the, the Tony uh, Rodian podcast yesterday, last night. Yeah, it was a really good one. I watched the whole thing. It's fucking. Thank it was you. cool seeing it, and like, yeah, it's cool having you on here now too. That's, that's yeah. Dope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I looking back on that episode, I I feel like he was more like talking about like hooking up with girls and crap. Some freaky but, shit, huh? Yeah, yeah, it's cool. <laughs> I, you know, it was cool last episode, but to me, I think Tony A realized it because I know him personally. Like, you know, I'm going to be on the show. I don't know when, but um, he knows me personally. But it was, he, I think, with this first episode when I was invited on, he was like joking around, just chit chatting. But on the second episode, which I'm going to be doing with him called Tony A the Wizard, dining, like it's called Dining, Warning Radio, Dining with the Wizard. And this is where I'm going to put my serious side because I might ask questions where it's like, oh, shit, you know, because, you know, with me, everyone thinks like Mega Man's podcast podcast. Um, he does the interviews. He makes funny memes and all that stuff. So it means like certain people might think that they won't take me seriously. But when I have guests on or if you and this it's like, oh, the, this guy, he's he can be a cool guy, but he can also be serious at the same time. Yeah, I mean, I just get that vibe. This isn't to your episodes. I mean. You know, you post the funny memes, but when it comes down to like uh, having a guest on, you know, you, you follow a certain, a certain guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, the thing is, like for us podcasters, you know, 
we got to get to know who our guests are, but at the same time, we have to know what's going on in society so we can still kind of, you know, keep in touch and contact. We kind of like relate to, you know, maybe certain things, you know? Yeah, definitely. He's got to keep up with the times and, you know, the current events and shit. I mean, there's a lot of crazy shit going on right now. Crazy we focus on a lot. <laughs> like we just talk about like crazy shit going on. Yeah. Um, I would not be surprised by maybe I say 20, 20, 2032, the United States will be owned by China. Hands okay. down. What makes you think that? You think just because of I feel like it's already owned by China. <laughs> they're, they're, they're buying up everything. They have the money, they have the resources, they have the corporations, and people do trades. And I mean, you can't do anything, you know, it's it's a there's a lot of billionaires in that in the Communist Party, and there's no stopping them and stuff because we what do you think in a way when you look at the back when you buy something or glass or toy, whatever? When you look in the back, is it gonna say made in USA? It's gonna be made in China. So United States is paying China, and that's where a lot of these countries are getting richer in oil. Man, China is taking over. Oh, yeah, definitely. I, I, I see China as a Roman Empire right now. Yeah, that's how I see it too. You think it's just yeah. their cutthroat mentality that has them where they're at? Like they don't fuck around. I think we're too. Uh, yeah, they, I mean, well, not us, I was watching this documentary well, and like um, they're talking about, um, I forgot the name of the city in China. And it's like the, the Silicon Valley of, of China. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're basically talking about how like back then, like, probably like in the nineties or something or eighties, they were, they, they were making like all the computers and shit and like all the, you know, the fucking, the chips that go inside the computer. Yeah. And like, now they're just doing that shit for fun. You know, they're just putting, putting out, you know, fucking robots and shit like that, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. they're hell advanced. <laughs> they're fans. So this is what's going to be going on when I say like, you know, United States and China might go to war because right now everyone's more focused on Taiwan. Mm-hmm. major with the united states it is more tension but the reason why taiwan they make like chips for our iphones and missiles like and we need chips for everything and they make them so we we, we we're going to help them we're going to support because it brings a lot of revenues and more business and everything if china takes over taiwan how are we going to make how are we going to get how are we going to talk on the phone how are we going to have this and all that we need those chips that taiwan makes and if China confiscates and goes to war and invades and take over that country. We're we're fucked, man. We're 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 really fucked. Yeah, definitely. I mean, really? Taiwan and China have so much tension. I mean, China doesn't even recognize Taiwan as a country. Like, they don't even like acknowledge them. That is crazy. <laughs> yeah, it's a, the independence, you know, mm-hmm. and we got the backing. But dude, right now, the the gold mine is in the world is uh, uh, Southeast Asia. And that's why China is taking over all these islands and everything. You got the, you got the gold, you got the minerals, you got the oil, you got, you got coal, you got, there's a lot of things. So it's almost like in World War II where Japan was like invading all these countries to get the minerals to keep the Jap- Japanese empire army in flow still to keep it steady. So then that's why they needed oil. They needed silver, just go whatever to to keep on building still, which was Germany. Mm-hmm. And their main goal was for Germany and Japan to meet up in the middle to defeat Russia because that's where all the oil was. Yeah, that's fucking yeah, it's fucking crazy, dude. If you think about it. Yeah, who if, if you 
if, if it's crazy if if Germany really took like battle Soviets and yeah Japan's being the Soviets and they defeated everything. Like honestly, Germany and Japan would be like the Saudi Arabia, like with oil, like they own everything. Yeah. What are your thoughts on, on, on NFTs, bro? Are, are you like fucking with the NFTs or the cryptos or anything like that? You know, I'll be honest. I've been blocking a lot of them because I don't know if they're real or not. But there's, yeah. it's it, it's it's new and everything. Um, I know it's hype maybe, right now. It's hype right now. I I don't know. I just but at the same time, I feel like if you if you get in with like if you know what you're doing then that's something else but if you don't know what you're doing just don't you know you gotta I don't, research I, no i don't i don't want to do that but everyone's <laughs> already talking about like crypto but also meta oh yeah right we actually been in the meta not not the real i don't know it's not the meta but we've been in like vr yeah. oh my god it's, like, it's crazy because when 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 everyone, a lot of people don't know this, like when you guys, every, all this stuff with Meta, but back in the day, there used to be a movie like, uh, like kind of like Meta. It was called, it was like in the 90s. It was called The Lawnmower Man. Right, yeah, I remember that. That was kind of yeah. more like the Meta right there, like, but like the, like the old school Meta. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. They get inspiration from all this shit from the 90s. Uh, from the book, huh? Yeah, but what Mark Zuckerberg wants, he wants everyone to be in the fucking metaverse. He wants everyone to be fucking, you know, in there instead of living their real life. Because, I mean, they're, they're planning on building an entire world there with stores and houses. Yeah. So, I mean. I heard there's like real estate. There's a fucking um, real estate in the meta. There's a. Yeah. I people are paying like, or some shit like that. Yeah. People are paying like $600,000 just to be For like, want to be. I want to be neighbors with Snoop Dogg. That's what I've heard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, Megan, have, you, have you ever uh, tried VR? Or do you have a VR? A VR headset? No, no, no. I never tried it. Uh-uh. Bro, no. Nah. I'm stop. I know. Right now, to me, I'm old. I'm 41. I'm old school, man. I, I, I have the regular Nintendo, like, and I still play with it. Like, the old yeah. school one. Oh, yeah. Is this... Yeah, the... I like I, just, re- I like retro games. Uh, I got a PS2. That's not that old, but like you know, it's fucking. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, I, if you don't believe me, man, I have a Turbo Graphics 16. Remember that one? What is that? I wasn't even born then. <laughs> oh shit, man! <laughs> Turbo Graphics 16 was like in the back in the days with Nintendo and Neo Geo. Remember mm-hmm. Neo Geo? I don't know if you heard of that. Neo no. Geo at well, Neo Geo at the time back in the uh, early 90s. It was like the PS5 back then. Wow, that's dope. The new the, the graphics and everything like you. It was like it was really like ten steps ahead, but it didn't last. Nintendo lasts, but uh, yeah, that Nintendo. Nintendo man. <laughs> Nintendo was a shit, man. Oh yeah. What do you play on? Yeah, Nintendo Meg. Like that's that? where. Uh, pretty. Well, I still the Mega Man, of course. Duck Hunt. Paperboy, River City Ransom, Bad Dudes, Double Dragons, Pape, um, Tetris, uh, Radar Mission. I mean, there's a there's a lot of good in that. Super Mario Brothers three. You know, Contra. Contra is sick. Contra is sick. Was uh, oh the you know the best one, uh, Legend of Zelda. Yeah, hell yeah. Yep, that's the best man. And that. I mean, looking back, because like, I remember the commercial, 
when Nintendo was promoting Legend of Zelda, there was a guy who were all black. He looked like the Sprockets from the Saturday Night Live, like those German people and shit, the Sprockets, they were all black. But this guy was like pointing the air, beam, 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 like whatever, promoting <laughs> the Legend of Zelda. I was like, what the fuck? But when you when I bought the game, you know, my mom bought it for me. I looked at it, I was like, oh my God, it's all fucking gold. Like, this, like, yeah, this is like, the, I was like, what the fuck is this? And we played the game. I was playing it for like fucking two or three months. My mom was like, I got to take the fucking Nintendo. I was just playing it and not doing my fucking homework. That's crazy, dude. Yeah. And there was even a time how oh, I, this, this came out to me right now. I, my mom, my mom would ground me. She's like, Hey, you can't play Nintendo, whatever. And I would kind of secretly because my TV was old school. So if I turn it on, there's like a bah! like a little crack, they could wake yeah. up. So I tried <laughs> to like put my hand like this way and try to like open softly and they make it like a soft crack. Then I was playing on my Nintendo and shit and everything on the on the TV from like three to six a.m. And if I hear them get up, I was like, oh shit, you know, I turn it off and go back to sleep. You know, that's what but we used to do on the PS2. Well, but, that was me. Like, but, they, hey, but, <laughs> but they but they would know, be like, hey, are you asleep? And they, what would they would do? They would go to the TV Nintendo and they would touch the Nintendo. Oh, it's hot. Oh, this motherfucker was awake. That's what it is. Like, oh, this shit's hot. Oh, you've been awake. Play with it. Because that's how it is. Because we're just, it, because like, there is no, like, the heating fan, like in the Nintendo inside, was wasn't that make them more cooling. So that's why it would get hot. So that's why it made it more easier for our parents to be like, "Oh, you, you want to sleep shit real quick?" <laughs> exactly, dude. So that was kind of more like that was our fucking snitch right there. Exactly. Fuck yeah, fucking fucking snitching on us and shit. Hey, bro. So you grew up in the Bay Area, and you grew up in in Southern Cali as well, right? You kind of grew up in yeah, yeah. Uh, what, are yeah, the, what are some of the differences you've seen between like Northern Cali and, and, and Southern Cali? Hey, he grew up in Modesto. Yeah, um, Modesto <laughs> is slow. It's Modesto slow, hell up. I could tell it's still kind of like Central Valley to me. Like right now, we're in 2022. To me, when I, if I go to live in Modesto, I see it's 2012. Fuck, that's weird. In Fresno and all that shit too, huh? Yeah, they get you know why because uh, they're just so out of date of the 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 clothes and everything and all that oh, yeah. stuff that <laughs> they get everything last minute like hey we knew about this story like a year ago and you're just finding it out now like that shit. That's how I just found out bro. about Bing Bong right now. Yeah, even the girls are like <laughs> butt ugly. The, the girls are butt ugly. Like, dude, man, like change your appearance, you know. But they're so like hood rat ghettos, dude. Like. What the fuck? What? Damn, man. It's one of those Burger King fucking cashier girls. <laughs> That's a Burger King cashier girl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. That's so, yeah. Funny, yeah, I remember hey, I, used, I, I, I used to drive through Fresno, bro, because I used to have a job. Like, I, you know, all the Kaisers. I would deliver all, all the Kaisers in Northern Cali. And then mm-hmm. uh, we were stationed out of, like, Richmond, like, in the Bay Area. And it was oh, yeah, like yeah. Fresno, uh, Sacramento. As Fresno was the furthest we would go to. But I remember when I would go there, bro. You were right, brother. It's so freaking like outdated and shit. <laughs> I tell you, dude. <laughs> like dude, it was, it was another world, bro. <laughs> it's a, it was like a homeless world. 
<laughs> downtown is like it's like I was like fuck it. It's a big city, but it's just fuck, man. It's like I could, you know what? To be honest, I could live in both, you know, because I feel like the Central Valley and the Barrier time goes by slow. If you're living in Southern California, the time goes by fast. Too fast, I was like, shit, I need more time. But again, NorCal is very slow. SoCal is very fast. Yeah, it's like more mellow out here, I feel like. I don't know. That's yeah. My yeah, he's in the Silicon Valley. I'm up here like in the Sacramento area. So me and him are like two hours apart. Uh, yeah, we're hella yeah. far away. <laughs> yeah. But, the but, drive you know, is but, fucking crazy getting out there, you know? Yeah, but you know, when you, when you live, when you're in NorCal, there's a lot of small little cities. They're not like how mm-hmm. Los Angeles and you have all major, major cities, the small cities around it make it bigger. Over there, it's kind of scattered. So mm-hmm. I feel like when you live in those cities, there's a lot of curfew. And if you get can't go downtown, the cops will be like, what the fuck are you doing here? Whatever. Or they stay home or where are they going to go to a fucking bar? I mean, there's nothing to do. So that's why it was kind of like, you might have that cabin fever. If you're like, fuck, you're so used to a small town. Like how to adapt? I have so much been a, a fast mover. I'm not used to a slow pace, you know? Yeah, that's fucking true, bro. I actually moved to the suburbs like two years ago. Out of the hood, bro. I lived in the hood for like five years. And then I moved to oh, the suburbs, Oh, shit. Bro. I moved to like the suburbs and Elk Grove, bro, like two years ago. And I remember Damn. going for a walk like at midnight. And I'm like, dude, I don't, I don't have to watch my back. Like, I, it's weird, bro. Like, I'm, I don't have to constantly watch my back. And I could just go for a peaceful walk. Oh, but my nice. God. Yeah, I mean... When I used to live in the barrier, I used to live in like Union City. It was pretty oh, back in the time, like in, in, in your late, Fremont, huh? Yeah, like in, in the early nineties, late late nineties, it was like there was some tension, man. Like I used to move around a lot, you know. To I went to a lot of high schools and junior highs, and man, I'm telling you, there was I see a lot of people either not seeing get killed, but seems to get like really beat up, really bad. I seen people get stabbed or you know, gang Bro, I seen someone get shoot. shot in San Jose. <laughs> damn, damn. Is, he al- is he alive? What? I don't is know. I don't know who it was, bro. I was just going to a liquor store, getting some beers with my friends and shit. Oh, we pull up, oh. and like in the parking lot of the fucking liquor store, this guy just comes out with a gun. He shoots him. I see the flash. That shit fucking big, bro. <laughs> Dude. And I was just like, what the fuck do I do? I'm in my car. I fucking <laughs> take off. Hey. I'm like trying to dip and shit. <laughs> when you when you brung up San Jose, you brought up sorry, I'm gonna tell you this. Let me hear that. Back in the day, my back in the day, hold up. I'm gonna tell you a good fucking story. And I don't give care of my ladies right here. I'll, I'll, I'll say this San shit Jose too. a lot though. Oh yeah. San Jose at the time, and when I was about in my mid mid-20s. San Jose was the bomb for Seek the Mile. Mm-hmm. I have oh, seen... Oh, they got the cruising, huh? Oh. That shit gonna, is dope. I'm gonna I haven't, tell you I haven't gone to it, but I've seen that, like, that shit is dope. <laughs> Bro, I'm going to tell you something. I went there for the first time. My homie had to put a full tank. Like, we're going to be here for a while. So why? It's cruising. Like, whatever. Cruising. I, I'm going to tell you this. I have the pictures. My mom has it. I'm going to keep it safe. When I was in San Jose with the cruising and all that stuff, I seen guys getting out in cars, videotaping, hooking up with other girls in different cars. There was guys going around having sex in the middle of the cruising and shit. 
going to like you want to sound say Stark's arena and shit like that. Yeah. I seen a guy getting his fucking dick sucking shit. I seen t- another girl eating out another girl's pussy like just whatever. I seen a guy just like have like seen him hooking up like a girl, his girl, whatever random girl riding on top. And we're seeing that and we're just chilling because we can't move our fucking car. It's traffic. <laughs> we're just, we're just seeing out. that. <laughs> we're seeing that shit like, what the fuck is this? It's a fucking orgy. Like, and, and they were bringing in video tapes because we know at the phones at the time, we didn't have the fucking take pictures and shit. It was more like we were in the first generation, but it was like, that's why people are bringing camcorders. It's like, camera, do this shit, dude. Put it on girls down. Yeah, they were like, oh my God. And hey, bro, the weird I thing. I actually got a camera like that. One that you got to like, it's like, it looks like a gun, bro. My camera, I got a film yeah. camera. <laughs> yeah, but when, when I was when, when, over there, when the cruising, I seen a guy holding a camera. At the same time, he's fucking the girl holding the camera. <laughs> I would, I would, dude, <laughs> dude, I was about 22 when I saw that. I'm 41, and I still remember that shit. Would, and, and the girl, yeah, <laughs> oh my god, and the, and the girls and the girls were cheering her her girlfriend on. You do it, do it, do it, and like cheering, like, and like, what, <laughs> what was that gonna do? He's like, oh my god, they cheering me on. I'm gonna bust it up <laughs> on camera. Dude. Yeah, bro, that's fucking crazy, dude. That's crazy. When was this? Back, like, like I think it was like when I was twenty two. Damn, twenty two. I think it was like it was like in probably in two thousand. Oh my god, two thousand two, two thousand two, two thousand three. Those were wild, bro. It was, it was crazy 2000. in two thousand three, huh? huh? Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, it was crazy. You go to you go to kickback parties. You go to, to certain rooms and you see your home. That's when like pulling. the long white teeth and shit were popping and all that. Yeah. You yeah, <laughs> the, the parties were popping, dude. If you got invited, like it would be popping in different rooms, have different stuff, like dancing, orgies, you know, uh girls doing lesbian shit or gangbangs or or just whatever, hooking up and shit. That's how it was in those times. And if you're in a relationship and you see the one of those rooms and you see your girlfriend hooking up with another dude, that was talked around like around town. I was like, fuck that shit. Damn, that's crazy, bro. Shit has died down since then, though. I mean, it's like fucking a different world, bro, that we're living in now. You know, it's fucking different. It's weird. Yeah, I feel like it has died down since mm-hmm. then. Yeah. It's crazy, man. It's super fucking crazy. Yeah. So how hey, how is it right now? And um I'm I'm gonna go to NorCal maybe in I think in March or, or maybe next month, but has anything changed or I, mean, I don't know how are you going to? Modesto and Tracy. Okay. You're probably gonna be closer to bike. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I know that's that yeah. That's probably halfway, huh? That's I have halfway, cousins. yeah. That's a halfway point. That's like uh, 45 minutes away from halfway here. Halfway point where I'm on at. my mic. Dude, I I have people that I have family that live in Lodi, Galt, you know, uh, yeah, Ripon. A lot of people don't know Ripon. I never oh, heard of those yeah. cities, bro. Rip, what? <laughs> oh, where's it? Oh, <laughs> where's that? You, you know what? It's, it's it's in Central Valley. You know what okay. I used to do when you're in, when remember the back in the day, you get those map quests and you get those. Like addresses, you had to pick I don't that shit out before you didn't even you couldn't GPS. Yeah, you had to pick that shit out. Turn left and 
the street or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I used to buy those maps and some of those maps that have like the, the states, all these little, all the, the state of California and has all these little cities and shit. And I would memorize them and I would go to those cities. I'm like, okay, that's Napa. Okay. Dixon, Houston, Escalon. And there's none of these. And when you, when I got to the thing where knowing these little cities and knowing the history, it, it was, it made me really proud to be a NorCal person. Oh yeah. There's a lot of history up here. There's a lot of history down there. I mean, just in the entire California state, dude. Yeah. And a lot of people don't know that stuff because you know, with the history of all NorCal and these little cities and how they started and everything. And maybe you might know something from this, whatever, and it's all going to be connected. It just, when you live in a city where you're right, you know, the history It's like, you want to be proud of your city. You want to be proud where you live at and leave a legacy for your kids to live on. I was like, Oh snap. Hey, that was my grandpa, my great grandpa. He was living in Elk Grove and shit, you know? Yeah. I feel like, I feel like a lot of times the Bay Area gets like their their slang and like a lot of words they use they that that does that shit gets stolen you know. Yeah, oh yeah yeah other yeah. Other people they they take credit for it you know. Yeah. I recently remember- with like these rappers called uh, rapper uh, Gunna you, you hear Gunna and Young Thug they be they be on the P shit so they be they be um they started rapping and they and they're using like P as a as a slang and that's like some shit that came from the Bay Area it started it originated in the Bay Bay Area you know. Yeah. Remember when they started that the whole fucking satellite radio and a lot, I think in a way, a lot of the, the slang uh, from the SoCal people were getting from the, from the barrier. I think a lot of them were really listening to music from San Francisco. Like, um, was it? Gray, K- yeah, like, yeah. KML and shit. Yeah. Hell yeah. KML slaps. <laughs> that, hey, that, hey. Up, that's what, that's the only Oh my God, <laughs> dude. When, when, because the radio stations in the Central Valley, well, it was either it was either ninety four point nine or KML one hundred one. Check this out. Hope I got a story for you. So when you live in the Central Valley, because KML was like the bombest radio stations, like they play all the new fucking shit. Yeah. So the radio stations in fucking the Central Valley play like all the that we see on MTV, whatever. We heard that yeah. shit. No new shit, whatever. Yeah, top hits or whatever. So. Top so when you know when my parents were like, hey, we're going to go to the barrier, like, I would be so happy. And they'd be like, why are you so happy for it? Because I know when you get over the when you get over the hill from the Central Valley going to the freeway, get another drive a little bit more like what passing Pleasanton. And that's when you get your KML station. Boom. Welcome. <laughs> I didn't know that. Short, E40, Mac Gray. That's I'd be like, and I would tell my, and I would tell my mom, please. Please put fucking KML. I just want to hear it. Oh my God. Gary, like E40, Spice One, Mac Dre, um, Sebo. Oh, remember Sebo? You can't go wrong with Sebo. RBL Posse. Oh my my God, man. Drew Down. Oh, fuck. There you go. Yep. Fucking Richie Rich. Oh, Richie Rich, Master P. He started uh, from the barrier. He, from Richmond. Yeah, he started from the barrier. Then he, just he moved went to, to St. Louis, huh? MC Hammer, Atlanta. MC Hammer. Yeah. MC Hammer oh, started shit. in Oakland. Yeah, hella shit starts in the Bay, bro. Hella shit starts in the Bay. Do you know, just gets jacked, though. Yeah, I think in a way, the most underrated rapper, I'm sorry, E-40, I have to say this, um, the most underrated rapper, I have to say, is not the Loonies, that Rich Rich, it's fracking. It's fucking rapid forte. 
Hey, oh, bro, yeah, I was looking yeah. earlier. Jake hasn't even played him yet. <laughs> Rapping Forte was like, to me, fuck, dude, that guy's lyrical. He, he, it's real. It's from the heart. And, dude, when you hear Are his you music, yeah, man. <laughs> Whatever. No, oh. but I've seen um, Drake. Drake took his lyrics and he didn't He didn't even credit him or anything. He didn't even pay him. I heard about his homage or whatever, you know, (laughs) I heard about that. And you know what I'm trying to do? I'll say this. I'll say this on the air. I'm trying to reach out to MC Hammer's manager because I want to, I want to interview MC Hammer because he's from, he's, he lives out in Tracy. That'd be dope. If I can get him, but also I'm trying to see, as we were talking about, I'm going to see if I can try to get in the podcast. It'll be hard. I'm trying to find them. uh, Rapping Forte. Yeah, that'd be dope. That'd be dope, bro. I, I mean, come on! If you live in the barrier, Central Valley, these these legends of these barrier rappers in NorCal, dude, you can't go wrong, man. They're like, come on, look culture. at, <laughs> yeah, like remember the click, remember the click, yeah, a forty and all that sprinkle. I mean, MC Hammer, you can't go wrong yeah. with MC Hammer. Okay. I mean, there's so there's so many like Spice One. See, I mean, there's some um, brother Lynch. Remember brother Lynch, hung? Yeah, the, yeah, 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 bro. He was he was like the fucking like controversial because he was the one saying, "Oh yeah, I like to eat bloody fucking pussy." <laughs> <laughs> it was like that, but those were those were like the the hardcore like the the the, the NorCal rappers. You like we just we were like kind of representing like Beria, Central Valley. But we're just kind of like, who's the best, you know? Yeah, definitely, man. Yeah. It's different, bro. It's like crazy. The, even the music is different from like Southern Cali and Northern Cali. Uh, it's just fucking, I don't know, man. It's like, it's similar, but it's very different in a way. You know, the beats, I mean, it's, it's just. Like, I feel like the beats are similar, but the, the flow is different. The flow from the Bay Area is like, you know, it's more slower. It's like, yeah. You know, and then the, yeah. you know, out, out, yeah. So it's different. It's like. It's the same beats. I feel like the so- SoCal and NorCal use the same beats, but it's just a different flow. I I, I feel like with the Central Valley, beats, you know, yeah, you got some beats in the Central Valley, but I feel like the li- very lyrical hardcores are in the Central Valley. That's what I feel. Mm-hmm. Like the hardcores, like 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 Brother Lin Chung, like Sebo, like just like I think Mac Dre lived a little bit. Spice One. I mean, you got some hardcore rappers like. Mm-hmm. It's too controversial. And that's what I've always, always, I hear people say, like, oh, shit, you got the barrier rappers, you got SoCal and everything, but, but then, the Central Valley, but the Central Valley. I feel Valley, like at the same time, like, barrier, like, people, they, they, like, if other people use their shit, they get, they get offended, you know? Yeah, yeah, hmm yeah. And that kind of fucks it up, because it's like, you got to kind of appreciate that, because it's like, other, other people are looking up to you, you know? Yeah, but you can they tell. They take it as an offense, you know? It's like, yeah. what the fuck? I know. Like, you know, people are taking shit, whatever. You know, sometimes when you go to certain cities and all that, whatever, like, oh, that's Berrien music. Oh, that's mm-hmm. NorCal music. Oh, that's like Central Valley that's music. Like you can. Shit. <laughs> yeah. is popping right now. Oh, they're they got, popping. Like, they got the flow right now, I feel like. Everything, everyone's coming up now. Everyone's oh, yeah. coming up. You know, right now, I'm. I'm to me, I've I've been a huge supporter. I I, I fuck with uh Freddie Gibbs. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Freddie Gibbs Fabs. He's cool. He's 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 very lyrical and um 
I was trying to get him on my podcast, but now I lost touch because his Instagram kiss, it, it, it keeps on getting deleted because yeah. whatever he posts. So I, now I lost contact. So I'm trying to reach out to the manager to try to see Freddie Gibbs because now he lives in LA. He lives in Calabasas, you know? Oh, you're kind of close to you, huh? Yeah. You know, and, um, I just been, like I said, so busy doing stuff to get ready for 2022 for, you know, for the podcast, you know, I know I've been kind of MIA on the Mega Man's podcast live because they keep on blocking me. I can't really do lives. So what I've been doing is, <clears throat> sorry, just trying to do a lot of guest appearances to be relevant at the same time. The episodes that I put out are kind of more pre-audio. So it gives me enough break for three to four months to take a break, relax, but at the same time, schedule the people I want to get on and DM them and say, hey, are you going to come? Do you want to do my podcast? You might get a yes or a no. So there's a limit I can do because I have to balance with the podcast, with my work, with my kids, with my family and other things. So that's why I keep a, a certain amount of numbers of how many episodes I'm going to do for the whole year so I can balance that with everything and the guests who I'm going to have on the solo ones. If I'm going to, if I'm going to have a, do a guest appearances and stuff, because, because I don't want to overwork myself last year alone. I just did close to 336 episodes of the Mega Man's podcast, Mega Man after darks and guest appearances, 360. Uh, yeah, that's like almost every day of the year, bro. That's good. No, shit. That's no, 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 no. I take that back. <laughs> Not 360, 336. Okay, that's that's still close. That's still hella close. <laughs> I'm, dude. I'm telling you, I'm burned out because I you're trying to get that. your name out there. So you're doing maybe about a week, about thirteen or fourteen episodes a week. There's a lot yeah. of episodes, and I get burned out. Okay, oh, yeah. I gotta do and then that's the thing. And a lot of people think like, oh, I just want to do a podcast to get my name out there. To me, <laughs> I could talk the shit because I've been through the grind. I'm trying to get my name out there to to get to the next level. And this is what I have to do. Do major, medium, small podcasts, live guest appearances, interviews, radios, whatever you can do. And also expand your social media. You have to, to get your numbers up, your viewers and get more recognition to the point. There's going to be people out there who are going to, who's like, Hey, I want to come. I want you to come on my podcast. I'm going to give you $3,000. They're going to start paying you to come on the show to bring up numbers and bring up fucking clout. Yeah. yeah, that's crazy, Definitely. bro. Yeah, it's funny because I the the, the and it, it actually does work, bro. Because the, the reason I heard of you was you were on on, on Rasa Stan's podcast with Daniel Flo mm -hmm. and uh, mm -hmm. Brown Nine Six a couple of months ago, and you know, I'm like, oh, you know, I like what this guy saying, you know, talking real shit. And then I I ended up following you, and it's crazy, bro. How that mm -hmm. shit, how that shit plays out, you know? How that shit plays out, huh? <laughs> yeah. Well, I think I think with that episode, um. I'll say this, you know, and I'm, I'm, I'm pretty much, I'm tired of talking about this for three. It's been three and a half years. Why do our own people hate each other? Why we always be like crabs in a bucket and everything. And that's where I said my shit. That's where I said my shit. And I didn't feel to me, and I'll say this very bluntly. I'm not going to agree with certain people. Maybe I might not have, maybe I might may not agree with your opinions mm -hmm. or with certain Latino podcasters, but you don't have to be going around talking shit about me. It's just For that real. maybe I don't agree of your thing, but you, you can still be homies and all that stuff. For real. I but feel I like feel, everyone got a right to their own opinion, you know? 
but with the people with our own people <laughs> and stuff like that doesn't count like oh you don't agree with me okay cool whatever you're not my friend no more and we're not cool stubborn. anymore <laughs> we're not cool anymore sacrifice <laughs> homie back in the aztec days fuck you it's it's, it's like uh over dramatized that's what it is bro it's just it's, it's too much it, it's just too much and that's where i feel like i even though i could try to to do whatever i can to support and everything for a rasa and everything like that, it's, it's just it's not enough look look what look what just fucking uh Gil from American Cholo, he posts like, yo, I'm doing whatever I can with this channel to support our people and everything. If I don't get 100 subscribers, I feel like I failed because he's doing whatever to bring our people together, be united, take over at the same time, you know, try to get our name out there. Because right now in the podcast right now, my opinion we're in the golden age. And now I'm seeing a lot of Latino podcasts trying to make a name for themselves. Right now, in the podcast a couple of years ago, it was 1.6 million. Right now, we're at 2.2 million podcasts. So everyone's getting want to get their name out there. But at the same time, there's other podcasters who are quitting or letting go or taking a break because they see... They can only do so much and they don't have enough materials and they can't be original to the point. What am I going to talk about? They end up quitting and they only want to start a podcast because of the mandates. But when they see the dedication, the hard work and the grind that when they see me or you or anyone else doing, it's just like, this is too much. And that's why they're mentally fucking broken. Yeah. And I think that shit too, bro. I think a lot of people like, a lot of podcasts, you know, like so, sometimes, you know, when I'm interested in the topic, I look up, you know, a podcast like, oh, you know, I'm interested in fucking and mm-hmm. Nintendo, right? I look up Nintendo podcast and now I realize, oh, you know, mm-hmm. they stopped making an episode six months. Now I look on their page. Oh, you know, we ended this podcast, you know, whatever. I'm like, oh, you know, that fucking sucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. That sucks. <laughs> yeah. That, yeah. That's just how it is. But it's just, man, man, it's just like when I see a lot of, uh, new people always DM me like, hey, Mega Man, I need some advice how I start a podcast. I'll give them advice, but I'm going to be honest, man. I helped out a lot of podcasters get their name out there and they were blowing up. But when they saw the dedication I was doing, they were enthusiasm. But when I always tell them, remember, when you get to your 20th episode to your 100th episode, you're going to find out for who you really are. You're going to see if you still want to fulfill this podcast dream of yours or quit or whatever dude i helped out no lie 47 podcasters and i'm gonna be honest i'm sorry to say no one made it damn i helped them out they got there there are certain ones i'll name that it's a major podcast and i'll get on and i'll say it um I know he took some time off because of his uh, his father passed away, but this podcast is very underrated, and I try to help him out, whatever, and everything to get him to the next level. But it depends on him if he wants to take it to the next level. The only thing I can suggest for him not to do is complain, don't worry about numbers, and don't worry about listeners talking shit or this, whatever. You keep on being you. Because you're a storyteller and you love your city. And the person, the podcaster that I'm talking about is Ranting with Ramos. To me, 
he's the only podcast I know he can take it to the next level for him. But I know with him, he's he has work, he has family and everything. And that to me is a very diamond in a rough, you know, to see a person, a person who just started the podcast because he heard of my podcast because of Buddha Kududa. So wow. you're, you're going to, you're going to, you're going to see a certain things, you know, like, Hey, I heard of the Mega Man's podcast because of Buddha Kududa's podcast. And he wanted to start a podcast. And now he's getting all this um, exposure and shout outs and love. But at the same time, he might ask like, Hey, Mega Man, what do I do with this? And, and I would tell him, do this, do this, do that. And he would write shit down and he was like, okay. And he, I could tell with each episode, it was getting better and better and better. And he has, he puts the music, he puts everything to the point. This has to be one of the best podcasts. And for him, that's the only one that I know that who he could take it to the next level, but for him, he has too much going on and that's where he needs to take time off. But to me, he's ranting with Ramos, very hands down underrated podcast. Definitely, bro. I agree with you 100%. Hey, Ramos? Ranting with Ramos. Ranting yeah, Ramos? that dude has it all, man. That dude has Ranting charisma. Ramos? Yeah. Ranting Ramos. He has good storytelling. You know, you can tell a story, bro. And he can keep you listening. That's, a, you know, like he can keep That's you listening. He's yeah, just talking about out. his day and shit. And, you know, he makes that shit interesting. So. It's it, and, and, and that's the thing I, I told him because like I I gave him a little advice. Hey, talk this way. Don't talk this, you know, little advice. Like, how do you deal with certain things? And 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 he's a close friend. You know, he might say, like, hey, Megan, what do you think about this guest? Or, get? or the same thing, you know, it's, it just that's how we are. We we're podcasters. We want to bring certain people. We, we, we want to bring good people. We don't want to bring fucked anyway. up people who are yeah we I, oh my god i got so many stories i was bringing the word anyone on my podcast and he yeah. fucked everything up oh for real <laughs> yeah my bad what's the craziest guess you brought on there you're like man you know i gotta end this shit i was like now i gotta end this episode right now <laughs> um i have to say fuck dude he already well fuck it he already knows like i to me out of all the episodes there was two of them, two episodes I can go. There was a, a, a craft beer brewery, uh, home brewers uh, uh, people called a Big Boys Brewery. Now, these guys said that they, were, they did podcasts, whatever. Like, okay, cool. They know how to talk and everything. Oh, yeah. To me, it was the most, like, nervous uh, podcast ever episode I'd done because I was the one asking questions on my nose. I wrote, I went through everything and they weren't being talkative. They were just like, whatever I say, they answered and that's it. They don't over, you know, talk. And they were just like plain, like dead, like whatever. And the episode was only about fucking like 50 minutes. That's how, because they were boring. It's like they didn't want to talk or everything. What do you think is worse, talking to uh, having like a, a horrible guest on your podcast, or talking to like a girl that just you know responds with like one one you know like one word and shit? Oh, dude! <laughs> I mean, at least in a way, Big Boys Brewery was fucking. Uh, they were talking, but not that much. But that's a good question because I, I mean, I had dude, dude. I wish I could name this, some of these girls, but they came on my podcast. 
and they talk the big game. Oh, I, I'm, I'll be your best guest, whatever. And all they do, like what you said, they talk, they say two words. Oh, yes, yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm interviewing you and you're giving me all this shit. Like, what the fuck? And that's when I feel like, okay, I can't bring random people like who just don't know what radio and podcast is, you know? Yeah. But yeah, you're right, bro. I mean, but you've been pretty, pretty good people on, bro. I mean, like your your last couple episodes that were really good. I mean, I actually, you know, yeah. I mean, you know, all the episodes that I've heard, you know, they've been pretty, you've gotten solid people on. Yeah. Um, I think in a way, because, um, I, I like you know the later this year will be four years doing podcasts and you know I was thrown into the lions and you know but when the experience and everything you see how the episodes you know how the episodes are how you want it to be now that when it gets to the point you want certain things your way in your podcast and that's when it goes down to now being very picky who comes on the Mega Mass podcast. You know, I get I get random emails, DMs on Facebook, my phone number, my text, uh, Instagram want to come on. Excuse me. They always have these stories and everything, but it doesn't really capture my eye because when I see it, when I, when they tell me these stories, I can already tell in my head if I have this person on. Oh, this is this is a thirty minute episode. He's not going to give me much, so that's why, in a way, I might ghost people. I might turn them down because. There's some people who might give me a 45 minute episode, a 30 minute episode, 50 minutes. I can already tell off the bat because the, the way how they talk, the way how they get interviewed and they don't, and I just, I know everything. So that's why I'm very selective of who I bring on because I want someone who knows how to hold a conversation, you know, talk in a conversation, have a good time and everything and be caring at the same time, do more collabs in the, in the near future. That's all the certain people I want on the Mega Man's podcast is helping our people out. Hey, if Mega Man can do it, you can do it, he can do it and all that, let's do it. And that's where we're going to get up from out of this fucking uh, crabs in a bucket fucking mentality. Yeah, that's kind of how I feel with like graphic design because I have a business and like I do graphic design. Mm -hmm. um, people hit me up every day, bro, like fucking every day, like someone hits me up with a request, you know, I need this, I need that. But like at the end of the day, you know, it's like, they don't really, they don't really want that, you know, like, you I can be, just tell, you know, <laughs> you gotta be picky with the people you work with. I mean, I, I own like a yeah. long term landscaping business here in Sacramento. And I mean, some people can pay me money, but at the end of the day, dude, like, I already know you'd be a shitty customer. Like I'm not going to fucking take your business. Like you can pay me how much money you, you yeah, know, like might pay me hundreds, <laughs> hundreds of dollars, but you know, like I can already tell off the bat that customer is going to be a fucking pain in the ass. I mean, and I'm sure it's the same way with like podcasts. You can already tell someone's going to be, a fucking problem right off the bat like oh yeah and that's the thing that and that, that took me a long time and that's where if you kind of notice you know I, I started a lot of shit with with a lot of ones because i know from those other latino podcasts how they are they're very shady they they put a character they put a mask on but i already know because i've seen what's behind the curtain i know for what they are so that's yeah. where they start shit and everything that's where when you always hear people like you know, this whole tension with, uh, well, you know, Sears, like, I don't give a fuck about them. The tension with Mega Man's podcast and Buddha Kududa's podcast, the whole podcast Latino war, that shit was fucking real. A lot of people like, you no, know, nothing happened. Shit happened. 
there was tension. There, it was all bunching like bumping like social media fucking gram wars and everything like picking sides like who you support Budoko Duda and Mega Man's podcast and everything but they didn't podcast. really do shit and at Mega the same Man's time 100%. <laughs> I know and and I you know and and at the same time you know Budoko Duda they uh they made a trip to Long Beach and you know a lot of people were like hey Mega Man what are you gonna do about it you're gonna go over there and uh meet him up and beat them up or talk <laughs> shit or, you know, shoot them or whatever. And, you know, all that stuff, to be honest, when I saw that they were coming, like, do I give a fuck? <laughs> I know they said some stupid shit, but, I, but to me, I was more like, I was in NorCal, you know, seeing my mom, I was spent time with the family, but if I was actually didn't go to NorCal and I was over there, I would probably just go just to be like, yo, what's up? You talked all that shit. What's up? I would call them out because this is my fucking city. You know, if they, if they want to go around fucking say stupid shit, I would probably suggest them stay where you're at. Don't go outside of Long Beach because that's there's a because I know a lot of people that don't fuck with them. So that's whole that whole podcast Latino War came with Budokudura said some shit, and because I didn't support them, I don't like who they are. That's just so they try to make an example and it backfired, and this whole shit came. It's no, it's no fucking joke. You know, I caught them out. They're pussies. They ain't going to do shit. You know, yeah. and you well, know they're just two dork there, twins. They just, they yeah. talk a big game. They're in Minnesota. Yeah. I yeah, know. That's what the whole thing is. Yeah, the whole thing. is like 0.1, 1% or something. Huh? Yeah. And that's the whole thing with political uh, dude and make a band. Like people were saying like, oh, look what political dude is doing. He's bring, they're bringing major people. Well, what are you going to do, Megan, man? I'm going to bring major people. So that's how the whole thing was. But why am I going to worry about that, dude? Like, I'm already doing my thing. Or, like, they have my fucking number. They don't want to talk shit, but they blocked me. But um, I, I can care less about them because everyone supports them, whatever they talk about. And to me, sorry to say, they're one-dimensional. You know, I they talk about the same shit. You don't see them interviewing like different types of race are being universal. They talk about the same fucking shit that we hear from our family, hear from other Latino podcasts, your mom and dad. They need to just kind of change it up or bring people on or whatever. I don't know, man. Those guys lost me when they did an episode on, on SPM, you know, South Mar. Oh my like oh dude, my I, God. I, I can't I can't support oh somebody that, that supports Child molesters. Did it, what I want to—I I haven't even heard of them to be honest. But like, yeah, man, yeah, that to me, oh. you know, Budukaduda lost me because when they were before, you know, this whole BLM, these George Floyd's and all that, that should happen in their fucking city. So they were so used to like seeing the M bomb. For if you're a Latino, you don't say the end bomb, nah. and they're gonna have they're gonna have an excuse. Oh, because where I grew up at, or a group of black people, That's or I grew up because of black people's way. music. Get the fuck out of here with that shit. Right. When they start saying that shit, and when they talk to shit, I don't see them talking to talking, walking the walk. And when that shit happened, where all that stuff was go George Floyd, that below Lamb, whatever. They were being racist, saying all the N word. And at the same time, you're supporting BLM. Like, and you were talking shit about, like, hey, we, we don't support BLM. We don't support this movement and all that. Then you go around being very hypocritical, saying stupid lies and shit. Then you go back on your word. 
like make up your fucking mind. And that's where they fucking lost me. It's like, I'm done. I'm done. Yeah, yeah that's a hell out of pocket, bro. I mean, if you say that, you know, like if you're Hispanic and say that N word, I mean, it's just fucking tacky. I remember, I, I'll tell you this. When I didn't know the, the, you know, the word until I was about 10 or 11 or 12. So I, there was a, um, there was a, a black lady, a black lady was saying some, something about me and um, I didn't like what she said. And the, her daughter said something and I said, the, uh, you know, I said to her like F U N word. And when I, I said, when I said that to her, a lot of people were kind of like, why would you say that? You know, I didn't know because I, yeah. I never even heard of that term. And, and when they did, they're like, look, it's like, hey, you can't say that. It's not nice. You know, that's not a good word, whatever. But it's just like whatever I saw because people were ta- saying about that, like, hey, they'll, they'll hang around, you know, the N word is like, why? Because that's our enemy with the whole Mexican and, and black, you know, but at the time we look at the pictures in 1800s and 1700s, Mexicans or blacks were united. Yeah, I feel like that's how, that's yeah, like the crazy, difference between the Bay, the Bay Area and like Southern Cali because in, in the Bay Area, it's like a mix, bro. It's like, there's not that division in between yeah. blacks and Hispanic. It's like, it's, there, it's just not there, bro. I mean, in Southern Cali, I feel like that shit is like more common. I feel like, I feel like in the Bay Area, it's all like, united like you know and any color comes together you know comes together but when you get over the hill to pleasanton to dublin to the central yeah, that's valley a story yeah exactly exactly even sacramento, bro even like up here in sacramento is a different story after I mean, dark bro it's bad <laughs> damn sacramento i used to go there a lot you know um to the arden mall oh yeah I'm ghetto ass mall huh uh, oh, that, back in the day was a it was the best mall, but I don't know how it would get them up. Damn. Yeah, it's crazy, bro. I rem- I remember the Richmond Mall. Oh, that mall. That mall is like dead now. Hilltop Mall. Yeah, that shit's yeah. fucking. They they probably fucking sold that. I don't know what they did with that. They probably don't have anyone in there anymore. No, nah, they had to, a whole bunch have, of lame stores. Have you been to the Great Mall? It was in Melpitas. Oh, Melpitas. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh shit! You know it was big, but it's not—it's not that big though. When you think about, I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it looked pretty big. I was like, okay, like damn, this is a—you know—like if you, you know what? To be honest, I'm kind of glad I live in NorCal because you can talk about certain things. Like, well, at least I've been here. At least I've been there. You know, at least I've been to the Winchester house. (laughs) (laughs) I went to Alcatraz. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to travel. I'm trying to go to different places. I'm going to Seattle this month. Oh Um, fuck yeah, dude! But I'm the, trying to. I went to New York last month. I'm trying to just go to different places and explore and see what the fuck it's like out there. You know, Seattle. Oh, yeah, like, you know, I want to find a house soon. You know, and and trying to see where where it's Yo, gonna be at. <laughs> you know, you know, since you're going to Seattle, why don't you go to the fish market and be that guy to grab that fucking fish? What? They throw it at you. They, they throw. They throw it at you and get that fish. Like ah, you know, that's that's a tradition. I'm a vegan though. You can still do it. <laughs> here, here, here toss grab me. it and then give it back to him. Toss me the grass. Toss me a big pile of grass. 
you can you can still make it work, you know. But that you know what? To be honest, that's just awesome. for the experience. Like, travel to different cities and just see how life is. You know, that's awesome. Yeah, hell yeah, just travel. Go. To, I'm trying to go to different countries, but right now I'm just trying to go to different states because of you know what's going on and shit. Yeah, yeah. Are you are you single? Are you married? No, I got my girl, but she's at work right now. Oh, okay, yeah. So you want to go with your you and your lady? We travel to different countries yeah, and everything. We're going for her birthday. We guys gonna go? Seattle. <laughs> yeah. We're going to yeah, Seattle. We went to New York Long last Beach. month. And I'm trying to go to my yeah, she got family in Long Beach, and I'm trying to go to Miami uh, for my birthday. Oh April. shit, cocaine cowboys <laughs> up in Trying to go here. everywhere. <laughs> it's awesome, travel, man. You know? I want to go to Texas. Oh, yeah. Texas okay. looks nice too. I'm trying to go to like Austin or like Houston, Texas. I want to go to oh, yeah. H Town. San- hey, oh, my lady yeah. was saying, yeah, San Antonio. I heard good things about San Antonio. Yeah, <laughs> I heard it's. I heard a lot of people want to move know, over there. I've never heard any anything about San Antonio. I I want to go too. My dad lives in Fort Worth, Texas, but I was thinking because. And everyone, I, I feel like all Cali is all moving to Texas and there's like good paying jobs and you could get a house for cheap and everything. And the gas prices are low mm-hmm. and you can shoot a gun and they don't back you. you. Oh, hallelujah. That's what I'm yeah, fuck yeah. Hallelujah, baby. <laughs> My Fourth Amendment right. It's crazy out there, the man. Fourth Amendment right? I think it is. Hey. Hold up. So I got to talk about this. Because if not, this people are going to be like, well, get to the story, Megan, man. <laughs> Did you hear about the story about Drake putting hot sauce in a girl's nah. condom? Yeah, I heard about that. Bro. You didn't hear about... I heard about that shit. You, dude, this shit is going viral. So do you know the whole story? Okay, so check this you out. Hot sauce in a condom? I'm going to tell you the story right now. I'm gonna t- I don't know, but I'm going to tell you the story. <laughs> so usually Drake can fuck any girl he wants in a hotel with everything. So he he hooked up with this IG uh, model girl. I think yeah, was with the porn star. Yeah. So he's been seeing his IG model, <laughs> you know, like exclusive, whatever. So when he was done fucking her, he uh, he he threw away the trash, you know, threw the condom in the trash. The girl that you know, like, hey, I'm gonna take off, okay, whatever. The thirsty girl went to the bathroom, tried to get Drake's condom, get the semen in her handful and put it up her pussy so she could get pregnant by him but it fucking backfired and hold on hold on hold on i know you can laugh right hot sauce in it. <laughs> and put the hot sauce and it was burning her fucking coochie to the point she had to go to the fucking hospital and shit like, like that but the hot sauce after or before <laughs> no after he was done fucking her the, the condom he put the hot sauce for some kind of reason maybe it, who knows it's an urban legend it might kill the fucking sperm we don't know yeah yeah so so that's what he did and that's when you know he did that to see maybe in a way he tests the girls to see if they're hood you brats or not shit, huh? <laughs> you know because if you're a hood brat oh i'm not gonna fuck with you but if you don't do that oh i can still fuck with you yeah. you know like whatever bro he's so that's the thing smart. Dude, isn't that a fucking tight move to put hot sauce in a fucking coochie or put it right there? Maybe it, who crazy, knows? Bro. Maybe it might stop the fucking semen for the coins of the coochie. That dude, a girl fucking doing that and gets caught doing no more that, and you post junior. it, on, and you post on your fucking Instagram, dude, you're a fucking hoe. That's crazy, bro. That's who was a girl? Damn. <laughs> who was a girl though? 
We that's what I want to know. <laughs> I want to know this. They don't tell this. We they do not say, know. It was on TMZ, but they didn't say who it was. We don't know who the IG girl is, and we don't know what kind of hot sauce that was. We need to know the answers. For real, you bro. The Finsta, so we don't know. Those are the because two burning that, questions. Because if they say that hot sauce that he was using was is the like hot sauce worked though. Yes, the hot sauce working. You know, using the mat. No, I don't know how much they pour, but I don't want to know is if that hot sauce and they find out that hot sauce can kill semen, like right there, dude. I gotta know the hot sauce. I was like, hey, you're helping me out, homie. He's walking around with hot sauce in his in his jacket pocket and shit, huh? Dude, he's fucking viral and shit. He's, I mean, he's gonna be good for what another month, but dude, it's it's fuck the story is classic. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking funny, bro. That's funny. How can fucking girls go low that low to like go in the bathroom and take your fucking condom you see, man, and not knowing like you might have to be pregnant with that girl? He's like, mean, it's not just the money, I feel like. Is that money? Is that check? They're trying to get the check. I'm trying to get child support. Imagine, hey, check this out. Imagine this. And I want to be, I want to be straight up honest because you'd be like, fuck yeah, you got a right, you got a point. What happens if you hooked up with a fucking fat, ugly, like girl? And she was butt ugly, and you put a condom, and it broke. And she said to you, "I'm fucking pregnant," and you're stuck with her ass. It's like change your identity. Yeah, he's just like you're with me for life. You change your identity. You fake your death. And and he's like, and and she says, "I want you to post me on your fucking Instagram on your podcast." (laughs) I saw your podcast. You're still on podcast. I see you. Pay my child. Oh my god, <laughs> dude! Hey, uh, you guys are married, huh? I'm not married. I have a fiance. I'm engaged. Oh, oh fuck! I fuck, man. I'm not married, I but I love my girl. No, I was gonna ask you, but I mean, since you guys are taking it, can't ask. But I'll say it anyway. Have you guys ever hooked up with some of your podcast fans? We only nah, get twelve bro. viewers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh man. like 10, 10 to 5 viewers. Oh Max. man, that's all good. Dude, I, there is a, because I did that. I, I hooked up with like six of my fans. Mm. Oh shit. Yeah. Five of them, five of them, I have to say they they five they're, of them they were they're, they're, they're like they're like, can I say Mega Man? <laughs> yeah, they were fucking weird. You know what, to be honest. The five of those girls, I wasn't feeling them because those girls are like so hot and pictures and everything, like beautiful. Take a picture with but when you meet them, no, it's their hygiene. Oh, oh fuck that. Fuck that. Dude, you can dip with that shit. I'm telling you, these girls are like so beautiful, like, oh my God, and everything. But four out of the five, they had bad, bad hygiene. I don't know if these women were fucking vegans, but they didn't put no deodorant on. They hey, shaved and everything. And I put deodorant on. Dude, they didn't put deodorant. <laughs> it's like they had that. I still use deodorant, bro. Dude, they had that fucking like they had that vegan smell. It was like, dude, hey, I'm vegan. I'm vegan. But, hey, he has, nice vegan. He, has this, vegan uh, he has that vegan smell. He has that vegan smell. He doesn't ah, know what everyone else does. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, ultimate burger. <laughs> Impossible burger. Well, yeah, burger. dude, that's just nasty, dude. 
my god. But you know, I fuck with the Beyond Burgers. I tried one at I think it was Jack in the Box or some shit. For us, uh it was whatever. I, I mean I tried it because I was like on my way to LA to Long Beach. I was on my way to visit my like my girl's family and shit like that. But we went to the fucking to fast food spot. We're like, what got vegan around here? You know, there's not that much vegan shit around here. It's just fucking fast food. So we went to like the Jack in the Box or I don't know what it was. I think it was a Jack in the Box or a Burger King or some shit. I don't know. They had Impossible Burgers though. Oh, I, you know, I think that's Carl's Jr.'s. Mm. Carl, it yeah. was probably Carl's Jr. You're probably right. Bro, it was probably like in Fresno too. It was whatever. I didn't really, I, I never went back to Carl's Jr., but I was like, you know, it's going to fill me up for now, you know? <laughs> Yeah, hey, I don't know if this is true. I don't know if you want to quote me on this because me I was reading some. I was reading some articles about Burger King going bankruptcy, and oh, so you notice no, that no, a I lot see, of Burger- I see that. And see so that. they closed the store down over here in Sunnyvale on they, El Camino. Yes, they sold. They, I mean, you know they fucking just they fucking demolished it. They took it out and made it into a parking lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so a lot of people are telling me, it's like, yeah. you know, it's Burger King is going to be at the blockbusters. So if I were mm-hmm. you, you might as well just get a Burger King and get that taste that Whopper for the last time. You know, mm. I've tried a Whopper. I've tried a Whopper before I was vegan. I, was, oh. I started, I, I became vegan like recently, like a couple, like Bruh. last year, probably like middle, like probably June of last year or something like that. I'm going to tell you something, you know, with Burger King, their food's okay, but the Whoppers, that burger. Their food dude, is whack. The food is, but the Whopper, dude, is, the fries the Whopper are okay. is whack, too. Ah! <laughs> oh. <laughs> He's fucking, fucking vegan. No, but yeah, the, the Whopper, bro, it was like, it didn't look like the pictures. <laughs> oh, Oh yeah, it never yeah. looked like the pictures. Don't you hate that? I fucking hated Don't that. Like I was like, bro, I was expecting the picture, but it's like some some fucking smashed up shit. <laughs> Dude, I hate it. That's what I curb my heart. When you see it's like a nice ass burger at a at a Tams or a Charboros, when you go in there, like, what the fuck is this? Hey, bro, I'm not lying. A fucking Whopper is fucking delicious. If you're fucking hella drunk and shit. Fucking sloppy ass. Oh, yeah. Drunk? Yeah, but if you're not drunk, yeah. then... <laughs> no, I mean, you get the... You, you gotta be oh, drunk. You gotta get the double uh, cheeseburger Whopper, upsize it with the Coke, with the with the milkshake, and also... Yeah, you gotta be high and drunk for that shit, though. And get 10 pieces of jalapeno peppers. Jalapeno, Ooh, uh, jalapeno peppers. peppers are fire. Hey, didn't they have some fucking hot Cheeto shit out there? Oh, no. What happened? I thought they had some mac and cheese, like the hot Cheeto mac and cheese or something. Oh, yeah. Oh, I had it. Yeah. At the attic right here. Dude. That shit was gross. <laughs> no, no, no. Over here, they made, there's one that made it really good. I was like, okay, oh. I can fuck with this, but. It, it was some it, it, shit. Yeah. It was like some white, they're hipsters. Oh, uh, they're hipsters. Never mind. How about the cashiers, the Burger King cashiers? <laughs> oh, I got a story for that. I got my dick set by a Burger King cashier girl. What? Hey, what while you were in the drive through the bathroom? No, like after work and shit, you know, she had to take a thirty minute, she had to take her uh, her thirty minute lunch. But you know, the cool thing about a hood rat chick, she works at Burger King and she drives a Honda Civic. <laughs> so she hits you up during during her thirty. Yeah, we well we kind of knew we each got other. Thirty stuff. minutes. Yeah, we knew real each, quick. <laughs> <laughs> we knew each other, but at the same time, at the time, uh, pagers. You know, mm-hmm. we had pagers. Oh, like and, beepers and shit. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, oh, like, shit. so, so we would have codes and be like, "Hey, meet me at this time," and I would go. So I would drive 
and go over there and we'll hook up and she'll suck my dick and fuck and she'll go back to work like nothing. What? Easy. That's crazy, bro. Did she wash her hands after and shit or not? <laughs> nah, not really. I, I bring on sanitizer because I was one of those guys after you hook up with a girl and you get all that pussy juice in your hand, you just want to lick it or, or just smell it. <laughs> you just brought the hand sanitizer with you? You just want to smell it, you know, like, you know, like the movie Superstar, she puts her armpits like this. She's like, I just want to smell her armpit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bro, that's all funny. That's how it was. That's how it's like, when you had, when you just, when you got some bomb fucking pussy and you're yeah, like, just- oh shit, it doesn't <laughs> It's, dude, you like that? It smells like potpourri. If you get that one with the smell like potpourri, that's a fucking unicorn right there. It's like, like what? What did it jackpot, smell like, homie? It smell like potpourri. The spray? Uh, yeah, it just smell good. It's like, yeah, pop- God damn. About the potpourri spray? I don't know. Maybe she put a tic tac in there. I don't know. What the fuck? You, wait, you're actually talking about the potpourri spray, the one that you you put after you poop, right? Yeah, it smelled like that. <laughs> oh, shit. I don't remember uh, that smell. You know what? Unless that shit didn't even sp- work. <laughs> uh, maybe, maybe the way she sprayed that, maybe she had a stinky ass pussy. I don't know. Probably, bro. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> tell me, telling you, some of these girls are fucking dirty, dude. I remember you uh, talking about this Cambodian girl that that, 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 that farted in your in your face. <laughs> yeah, you got and I, got, I got pink eye. You got yeah. pink eye. Yeah, yeah so. Pink eye for a week. No, I had it for like a week and a half. Yeah, yeah, I, it was like a week and six days. I remember that yeah. because as That's like I never COVID right there. Yeah, <laughs> because I because I I never had pink eye. <laughs> yeah because I never had pink eye before. I was like, what the fuck is this? You know, it was really serious. So what happened was, you know, um, there's there some things like I shouldn't be doing. So with me and her, we were kind of doing oral. We we're doing sixty nine, and. Um, you know, she her pussies in my face and everything and stuff. And yes, if a person farts in your fucking face, you can do get fucking pink, yeah, eye. pink eye. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. I never knew that. That's what I've been saying. That's what I've been saying. I was like, don't, don't, fart, don't fart near me. I'm not trying to get pink eye. Uh, look at the movie fucking Knocked Up. It's like, what happened? Oh, I farted in this guy my, my, on the roommate's pillow and he got fucking pink eye. Yeah, fuck wow. that shit. See? That's, yeah, he actually farted in his pillow. Someone comes... Some someone comes around you with pink eye. They got farted on, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have pink eye? <laughs> no, I Dude. never had pink eye in my life. I never uh, had pink eye before. No. I never had pink eye. I, I remember Mike did though. <laughs> Dude, you just said it right there. If you had if you had pink eye, you could tell you had a pink, like, oh gee, you just got farted, huh? Yeah, for real. That's why I used to say in fucking in elementary school. I didn't even know about that shit, bro. <laughs> Urban I didn't even know about that shit. I'd just be like, "You got pink eye, bro? What the fuck? Someone fart on you?" That <laughs> <laughs> yeah, was like urban crazy. legend, dude. <laughs> I didn't have pink eye, but one, one time one of my eyes was freaking like swollen and shit out of nowhere, like the eyelids and shit. Pink eye. Was it pink eye? Man, <laughs> that was crazy. Like it was, it was a major thing. If you had pink eye back then, it's like. Oh fuck, do you know? But yeah, COVID, there was a lot of nah, man. Dude, Bro, fuck I'm COVID, over. that shit. <laughs> I, I fuck that shit. I'm over that shit. I hate. Yeah, that I shit hate done, it. bro. I hate it. I got my two vaccine. years, bro. That shit's done. Like it's like that vaccine don't do shit. <laughs> that I got two vaccines and a booster. 
Yeah, I didn't get the booster. I was like, fuck it. After that, I was after the vaccines. I was like, fuck it. I'm you know what? The first one, the first, the first fact fucked me up, and I, and I, I lost my Bro, taste. You felt sore. Yeah, dude, I was sick. I was at, too. I was at, I went, I was out of work for three weeks because of that, that uh, boot, that, that yeah. shot, and I lost my taste bud for two months. Damn, I'm vaccinated, bro. Oh, oh you got that pack. Nigga, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, pack. look at my lady. He was like, what's this right here? Pack. Oh, shit. Hey, bro, I haven't smoked weed since you last year. I haven't smoked weed since last year. For reals? Yeah, I, I just been taking the capsules, the, the like the THC capsules. Hey, so how, I was gonna ask you. So how are those? They're cool, bro. They get you lit, and like it, it's on and off. So like you feel it, and then you don't feel it, and then you feel it, and then you don't feel it, and then you feel it. Okay, <laughs> so how, uh, how long? Oh yeah, I take a hundred. I take a hundred milligrams. I take a hundred. When and does it? Uh, it's maybe like eight hours the most, maybe six hours, if it's mm-hmm. like really strong, you know. So when you take it, how long? How long does it take for it to kick in? Uh, it depends. So if you if you don't eat any food before that, if you're on an empty stomach, that shit hits faster. But if you don't hit it on an empty stomach, that takes a little longer, you know, because you're digesting it. I say about thirty five, maybe forty minutes. Yeah, maybe an hour, and then you, no. But there's there's times where I feel like fucking like two hours later, three hours later, and it's like, oh shit, it's hitting now. <laughs> All at once too, huh? Don't you hate that? That's why I stopped taking edibles. I have to go to work because if I take an edible, like at eight o'clock, I'm like, oh shit, I can't fucking drive. I, I just can't. I just can't fucking do it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm at home most of the time, so I just be chilling at home. Hey, did yeah. I give you? Hey, let me take you. We take edibles. Do you get some crazy ass stories? You froze up. What was that? Uh, did I give you the Willy Wonka? Oh no, 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 I was gonna ask you. The Willy Wonka gummies? I don't think so. Like they were like you like had some Willy worms? Wonka ones, like gummy worms. Yeah. Was it you that I gave? You had some? Yeah, I think I had them then because my girl said she said they were lit. Oh, did you guys like them? <laughs> I don't remember. I have a high tolerance, though. Uh, oh, no, I've tried them. The Willy Wonka, the, the fucking the nerds. I want to try this ropes. shit, man. I want to try this. Nerd ropes, those are fucking, those are good. I don't know if I gave them to you. I think I might have gave them to you. I think, I don't remember. I, I don't think, I don't think so, but I tried the nerd ropes, like the, the edibles. Oh, you got some tea right there. Damn, bro, I haven't seen some fucking tolerance Smells good, dude. It's been like two weeks. I think no, actually, I think I smoked some like last week or something. But still, it's been a minute, (laughs) dude. My girl says like every day. Yeah, my girl says like, hey, classic flower sativa. Was it um sativa? My girl says like, I we're gonna smoke out, and I want that fucking fat cock. (laughs) (laughs) She said like she said fuck yeah. Oh shit! You're ready to dip out the podcast right now. (laughs) (laughs) Crazy girl, good crazy girl, dude. pasa. I was listening to your podcast like uh, the other time, and I was like, "Damn, bro." (laughs) My, you know what? To be honest, like the podcast, I'm just like, just I. If I do solos, 
they're honest to the point of i guess i'm just having a like good time whatever yeah, i just, just want to fun bro that's that's what it should be like if, if, it's if fun you're thinking about it as something else i think like, you're getting money or something <laughs> bro you're just having fun just have fun you know Be yeah yourself, and, have fun that's all that yeah. matters at the end of the day yeah and so. that's the thing you know when it comes to podcasts you know and that's the thing where a lot of latino podcasts don't like me because I can adapt, you know, they always, they always trying to tell me like, Hey, stay in one lane, just focus on this. Why are you doing this? Why are you doing that? I think in a way, maybe it just costs too much stir, too much attention. Okay. They're not getting that trend or that likes or the list because like, okay, I'm not going to listen. Like who is this Mega Man podcast? Like maybe that's how I feel what they're trying to do. They're trying to mold me to be something that I want to be, but sometimes in a way it's not going to work because I'm going to be who I want to be. I'm going to say what I'm going to say. I'm going to yeah. do podcasts. I'm going to do this. I'm going to be universal and not I'm gonna be. going to talk your shit, so fucking don't trip. <laughs> don't trip and also not stay in that pond with other Latino podcasts. Get out there and explore and expand and get yeah. bigger. You know, that's where we have a hard time. You know, they need to get out of that pond. And that's only, it's rarely maybe about like maybe three to four percent of certain latino podcasts to take their podcast to the next level to be universal to do major you know podcasts or cnn or radio shows and all that stuff to get to the next level you know yeah you can't put yourself in a box <laughs> you can't limit yourself you gotta you gotta be limitless you know yeah for real like the movie limitless <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah, and that, and you know, like I said, I don't like talking about it, but it's just like I just want to, I just want to help out and and see the next generation of Latino podcast gets the next level because they're probably going to be hearing this episode and they're going to hear you guys and you know and they're going to write notes and they're going to make their podcast better and better and better and better because to me, podcast to me is our freedom of speech. Yeah. You can't say this shit on Instagram. You can't say this shit on YouTube. You can be yourselves on podcasts because you don't have to. We, we can say whatever we want without getting back. <laughs> exactly. Look what's going on with China. Look what's going on with YouTube and, and Instagram. They're trying to censor because we're speaking our minds. We can't talk about this. We can't talk about that. Yeah, that's just wrong. So, okay. Bro. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Oh, you see they're trying to censor well, uh, Yeah, well, right now, a lot of people are doing it. It's like we're losing our rights. We're losing... Yeah, they're trying to censor Joe Rogan. Yeah, we saw that because it's in... They said that his, um, can't do that. his episodes, they're... they're oh, uh, doctors, I don't know. <laughs> well, yeah, we and you know what? The doctor, the recent one, the doctor he had with the beard, he was making sense. There was another one who... The one who made the, the vaccination. And there was another one who was really deep in it. Those are the two we know. Now that we know the evidence and the conspiracy and what went on, hey, did you guys know that the whistleblower died? The guy that fucking announced it from no, Wuhan, uh. the guy from Wuhan, he died. He passed away from COVID, probably. You know, yeah, you know, like dude, him. that's the guy that fucking told like told everyone about it, basically. Well, yeah, they told everyone like about a doctor it, or whatever. And also at the same time, this disease that they were trying to do was a population control. It's because That's we're so like, you know, yeah, you see a lot of people dying left and right. It's population control. And look what's going on with the 5G and everything with the sensors. And they say that we have booster shots. I took a vax. Bro, that shit that don't do might... shit. 
Yeah, but they said they might put chips in our thing to control us. Oh, uh, shit. That's why I'm that's yeah. right with the with the Elon Musk with the Neuralink. Yeah, the Neuralink and everything. That's where they have the 5G lights. They use those sensors to control us. We don't know. That's we really don't up. know what the fuck is going on. We just gotta fucking figure it out ourselves, you know. And see, that's the thing I, I kind of like I hate to talk about it, but I, I think I kind of regret taking those vaccinations. I really do. I, t- I took the the two, I took two of them. I took the first two, but I never took the booster though, because I was like, I still booster fuck you know? booster fucked me up for like I took the booster a week, a week and a half. Fuck that. Yeah, I'm no, the after, after I'm the, the fucking vaccinated or not vaccinated. No, I'm unvaccinated, bro. I'm on the fence about it. Dude, did you hear about Israel to go into the seventh or sixth vaccination of like shots like Hey, like, Israel is different though. I feel like they fucking they have a force on their people over there. Fuck yeah, man! They have like, power you, over them, you know. It's they, fucking crazy. Everyone's vaccinated. Everybody like, at the same time. There's well, like ninety nine percent or some shit, probably. Probably, but also there's also country. I think it's next to India that they it's no one in that country has COVID. They cured uh, it. Oh, yeah. Crazy. I don't know. If, I don't know if it's Salanqua or somewhere of some some country, small, some small little country, something like that, somewhere in India. But they said they cured. They cured fucking COVID. No one has COVID no more. I don't know what they're doing or what kind of shot or how, the what curry, they did, bro. but no one really talks about that. It's I don't know what. Maybe it's the tigers. I don't know. Who's, is that chicken, I chicken masala? I don't bro? know, man. <laughs> chicken masala. <laughs> I don't know, but I want that cure. I, I want that cure. It's a tandoori chicken, bro. I don't know, man. I, I don't talk about it. I feel India. like this is going to stick along for a minute. Like, there, there's no way out of it. Unless, you know? <laughs> it will. I think it will. Maybe. Yeah. Who knows? But. We'll just see how it is this year, you know, like it, you know, all these lockdowns and everything and stuff like that. But to be honest, it's like, I really don't give a I'm fuck, not, dude. No, I just want to work. The the day. <laughs> That's what I want to do. I just want to work, do podcasts yeah. and, and, fu- and fuck girls. That's it. Just fuck around, have some fun <laughs> and work and get, get paid at the end of the day, you know? <laughs> That's what I want to do. I, oh, yeah, that's I what mean, I'm on right now. <laughs> I mean, I mean, look at look at look at my finger right now. She's looking at my finger. Look at that shit. See? <laughs> see, see what happens, dude? Dude, crazy, I'm trying to be a podcaster, and my my girl's getting fucking horny. It's like, when you do the fuck, get off the fucking podcast. Getting horny off the podcast. And Shout that's out to Futuro podcast. And, and, and that's what and that's what fucking people hate me because, like, man, making me like, what the fuck? Hell yeah, bro. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate you for being on here today. Hell yeah, yeah, I appreciate man. you, bro. Definitely. We're gonna let you we're gonna let you get to your girl, bro. Any shout-outs or anything like that? Well, I just want to give a shout out to you guys for having me on your podcast, King Mexico, Rasa Stan Podcast, uh yeah. shouts to Brown, Ranting Romo, Social Primate, Aaron Bender, Big Brother Jake's podcast, uh Martin and Hooter from Yo Yo Podcast, uh Rody Radio 28, be scandalous. Um, my lady right here, Ashley, to my kids, um, to all the podcast listeners, all the YouTube listeners, and anyone around the world who is fucking with us and watching us right now, shout out to you and stay blessed. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely, man. Support this man and follow him. Uh, you know, all his info is going to be on the show notes and shit, too. So, 
Yeah. How about you, Harrison? Any yeah. any any last words? Bro, I wish the Raiders won today. <laughs> oh, <shit>. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, hey! You know what? I hope the Niners are gonna fucking beat those fucking Cowboys. Hey, why do you fuck with the Niners though? Uh, I'm a NorCal guy. I always been NorCal guy. For real. Yeah, you know what? I'm a Niners. I've been a Niners fan. The Niners since at 80, heart, huh? Eighties. I've been a Niners fan since '85. You've been a Candlestick Park. Oh man, I want when they when they tore it down. I really want to take one of those chairs home. For real? Oh, yeah, definitely. That was a sad day. I, I feel you, dude. That was to me, man, dude. Joe Montana, Steve Young, Jerry Rice. I mean, you had a, um, Ken Norton, like good fucking dude. I can get emotional talking about that, but Candlestick Park, I've been there once in my life. It was the most memorable, like 49ers watching them on CBS. I was like the Niners with the purple, I mean, with the gold, white, and red. And I was like, fuck, man. I was a huge Niners fan because of Joe Montana. Yeah, are, are you wearing the SF Giants hat for today for the for the podcast? Well, I'm a huge uh, San Francisco Giants fan. Hell yeah, Giants are fucking lit. I even though I get shit from a lot of LA people, like what the fuck, man? <laughs> they probably like, they probably hate on that shit, huh? Yeah, like what happened with your mom and dad? Like they busted that? They made a mistake? Was <laughs> I was like, what? Born in SF? <laughs> You're a mistake, dude. Like no, but I've been a Giants fan for like since I was like ten years old. And um, I used what to watch that? like fucking, you know what? Watching uh, Will Clark, you know, like Willie Mays, oh, Matt yeah. Williams, like you know the old school people. Um, just like Kevin Mitchell, you know. There's a lot of good like baseball people I you know, look up to, and I've just been a huge fan because you know when you when you live in the area, Central Valley. You know, we're diehard fucking like sports people when it comes to hockey, baseball, basketball, football. We're diehard no matter what, you know. And I feel like even even living in North County, Central Valley or whatever, we take our sports very seriously in professional, college or even high school. Mm -hmm. Yeah, fuck yeah, bro. Yeah, it's always I love it. And I love seeing it because there's a lot of good. There's a lot of good the people that come out of NorCal. A lot of good players, like, but it's just man. I just love or talking about and hearing about urban legends when it comes uh, to NorCal, like sports. Yeah, definitely. Same here, bro. So yeah, man. Thanks for coming on, bro. And yeah, we'll definitely connect again. You know, we'll definitely have you on. You know, whenever you want to come on, you know, let us know. Yeah. Yeah, you let me know. Like, if you want me on, I'm going to get my YouTube channel ready. And this is the thing we'll talk about on the next one about YouTube, because a lot of people are asking me, hey, Megan, how come you're on YouTube? You know, we're getting to the point YouTube is being very, very censored. So that's why a lot of people are putting their videos into Spotify, because, well, since Joe Rogan's over there, you have a freedom of speech. You can say whatever you want and you cannot be taken down. So that's why a lot of people... We're on Twitch yeah. as well, so we're out live on Twitch as well. Ooh, I, I don't know how the you know I don't even know how Twitch's policies are when Twitch is kind of lit. They don't go well, Twitch. Okay, I use it for want. gaming, but that's it. <laughs> yeah, well, that's the thing because you know, like YouTube or certain social media is a censor. You can't speak your mind because they have computer monitors and monitors whatever you say. Fucking it, people it, watching that shit. <laughs> yeah, so that's what. So they have the robots who so do fucking do that shit. 
And that's why it triggers and that's why it makes them more easy, you know? So that's where everyone to me is going to Spotify, but you say about Twitch, you know, I just want to go where I can speak my mind and say what I want to say without being like banned or deleted, you know, because how are we going to promote our episode if, if they're not social media is not letting us have a freedom of speech to speak our mind. Yeah. I heard MySpace is making a comeback yeah. too. Nah. MySpace is making a comeback. Oh is yeah. Really? Yeah. Fuck yeah, bro. What? They're making For a real? comeback. They're making a comeback. Oh, Trump's so, dropping uh, his. I think. Trump's dropping. He's oh, dropping yeah. his as well. Is social media on MySpace? Yeah. So check this out. What so, the fuck? So there's a new <laughs> the app. I'm hearing this. My bad. <laughs> so there's a new apps or new social media that Trump is using. I think it's Truth Social, right? So I don't know what apps it is, whatever, but everyone's going to the social media apps. Like it's like it's a wild, wild west to like Twitter. So that's oh, where like some wild shit, huh? Yeah, and that's where Joe Rogan was talking about going to no this fucks apps. given over there, huh? Yeah, yeah, you can see whatever you want. So Bro, that's why Joe Rogan. We, we on there. Find us there next week. <laughs> yeah, and so that's why Joe Rogan, he really knows it's like if I'm gonna keep on saying what I'm gonna say, Twitter's gonna ban me because Jack Dorsey is not the CEO anymore. He's so not. he he retired he, his Costa Mesa. So yeah. there's some new motherfucking nerds that took over. So now other guy, huh? some other guy that makes it more hard to speak her mind. Because he just like, oh, I don't like this or I can't, I can't agree. So that's why a lot of people are deleting their this tweets. This is controversial. I'm a ban it. Yeah. I'm going <laughs> to go on this new, I want to go on this new apps and say what I, what I want to say, you know, because you know, you're not, you can say what you want to say, but they're not going to delete you. They're not going to be like, hey, you're on a 30-day suspension because you hurt someone's feelings. Fuck you. For real. Right. Yeah. I say fuck that. Like, I feel like everyone just, everyone just ha- should just have freedom to say whatever they want to say, you know? It's yeah. the fucking constitution, bro. That, that's fucking, <laughs> what? It's in the constitution. Of that? Yeah, that's the constitution. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's how people are these days. So it is what it is. But you know, um, dude, my girl's looking at me. She's like, hurry up with the fucking episode. Like, I want to get Bro, fucked. You said you're gonna be done at 10. I'm trying to I'm trying to suck your fingers real quick. I know. I'm looking at her right now and she's like laying down right now naked. Uh-oh. All right. I would say I would, I would show you right now, but I don't know. Nah, bro, you. you're good. You're good, bro. No. You're good, bro. <laughs> All righty, Mega Man. Thanks for coming on, brother. Have a good night. And, you know, we'll definitely connect again. Harrison, have a good night. I right, yeah, appreciate you. Hell yeah. It's a good yeah. episode, man. It was an honor having you, brother. Have Later. A good night,